In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to episode 263, that's right, 263 of the Glovers cast and we are back and we are able to talk about games of football, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the open top bus is booked, the confetti uh, cannons are booked, Ben's got a uh, one of those t-shirt guns ready to go, we are back in pre-season and we are excited. So joining me this evening is... First of all, Mr. Ben Barrett. Good evening, Ben. Hello. Good evening. Um, I couldn't get hold of any orange confetti. Someone okay. had booked. It, someone had bought it for like the next year's worth yeah. of orange confetti. I, I, yeah, thrown it at George Osborne. I suppose. That's topical. Yeah, yeah a topical yeah. one there from Ben. Uh, but yeah. thankfully, because people... Ben would go in for the political motifs. I wouldn't have thought that. But this early as well. This yeah. early. That's like yeah. an early yellow card, isn't it? Like... That is, yeah. Or orange card. As, and orange cards do exist in the world of uh, football punditry, don't they? So, as two football pundits, you know. Um, well, I haven't. You're, I also don't need to... You're also a pundit, Dave. No, I'm not. By doing this, by doing this podcast, you are also. You not just don't make out like we're too. With yeah, you're 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 the professionals. I'm just you know some idiot that turns up and uh, pleb wits on. A, yeah, exactly. I'm a pleb that turns up and wits on about yeah. stuff. Well, Dave, um, who else is with us? I was going to say he needs no introduction because he's already introduced himself. But a man who was at Homer's Heath to watch Yeovil Town rack up a four 0 victory and basically secure National League South title winning status. It's Mr. Ian Perkins. Good evening, Ian. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. I saw goals. I saw four Yeovil Town goals yesterday. Four Yeovil Town goals. And two of them scored by strikers, I think I'm right in saying. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Craziness. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to have seen, well, let alone two strikers, but four different players all score goals. I think we said, I think we looked up that we'd have to go back to the behind closed doors friendly against Sherbourne Town last pre-season to find four goals. And I mean, nobody saw that, did they? Because it was behind closed doors unless someone was peeking through the hedges a la Marco Bielsa, uh, Derby Gate fame. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And I don't think any of us were doing that, were we? No. 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 So there we go. No, no, it was good. It was, um, yeah, a, a pleasant afternoon. In the sun, the drive yeah. it absolutely, absolutely chucked it down on the way on the drive. Yeah, at one point, I couldn't see anything in front of me. Um, but that I made it, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, uh, Ben, I imagine you have, like I have seen the highlights, the I, w- I wouldn't even call them goal uh, from the uh, Exeter Mackham, is it Exeter Mackham? Yeah. And the Devon, Devon Mackham, yeah, Devin Mackham, him. that was it, yeah, that chap, yeah. that chap. Um, so yeah, did a good, 
that was a, a good little package. But Ian, you were actually there, so sounded like a, a good a good turnout to start with, I suppose. Quite five hundred and odd, um, of which there was a decent percentage coming from Somerset. Am I fair to say? Right to say? Yeah, it was a fairly sort of calm atmosphere, other than at half time. Um, but yeah, a lot of lot of green and white um, made the trip down to. It was only like an hour and it was an hour and ten minutes ish for me to get down there. It was a yeah a, a decent turnout for preseason. I think there's that there's definitely that excitement. We've had a couple of months off, and people feeling like they want to go and watch watch a bit of football. Yeah, and so we we obviously as we'll come on to played two completely different elevens. Um, one one in either half, which is a nice thing as well, isn't it? That we've got that many players that we can do that. But um, yeah, in the in the the, the first eleven. I don't know whether I'd say that was the was the weaker um, one or not, because there were a few in there that uh, you definitely imagine would be in our starting eleven. I, well, if they if they were all fit and available, I'd imagine Morgan Williams, Josh Staunton, uh, um, uh, Jordan Stevens, um, probably Jake Hyde as well would make it into your into your starting eleven. Uh, so that's that's most of them, wouldn't it? But yeah, I think a- I think it was a bit of a mixed. That that first half, I mean, both halves, it was a bit of a mixed bag, but I think it did just go to show how much depth we've got and how much strength we've got. And I think we, we the Glovers cast, will be thin on the ground for trialist watch this mm-hmm. preseason because there's not there's not a need for it. I think there's so much there's so much depth, and you know we're without Alex Fisher, Scott Pollock, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A few players, you know, a, a decent squad. And I think particularly in the, we'll get to it, but I think particularly in the second half, when you look at that front five and even the front six, including Charlie Cooper, you're thinking, Jesus, that's a, that is a National League. <laughs> that is a National League team. <laughs> yeah. well, start start with the trialist then, because we did have one. Uh, well, we had two actually, didn't we? But one in the in the first half was Andre Demira who I think we identified or was identified for us on um, on Twitter, had uh, played a little bit at Gloucester City. Uh, Gloucester City fan mentioned that when he played for them, he looked like he'd won a competition. So um, how did you uh, how did you, you you rate him on his 45-minute outing? Um, yeah, he did, did okay. Didn't do anything out of this world and didn't have any particular shockers. Um, he was right on he was on the right hand side mainly of of the midfield and so he was getting a lot of you know we knew he was andre because he was right next to mark cooper um giving him it but yeah i th- did okay wouldn't wouldn't say oh he's we need him in our team um think he'll be he's... back don't know not sure maybe player, was he um, so he was kind of, he was on the right of a three. So you had Josh hours in front of the defense and then the three in front, which was Ben Jarney, Jordan Stevens and, uh, him, Andre Tamura were quite, they moved around a bit. Um, Ben Jarney was quite central at the start and then he swapped with Jordan Stevens and Jordan Stevens went central, but Tamura was mainly on that right hand side of the. Kind of diamondy shape, um, but yeah, just didn't 
blow me away, but I didn't do anything wrong either, particularly. Doesn't feel like an area where we are crying out for extra members of the squad, does it? Yeah. With the greatest respect to him, he would have to be pretty sensational for anyone to go, well, we need him in over Jordan Stevens. We need him over Jordan Young. We need him over anyone called Jordan. If he was called Jordan Demira, I think hey, we'd probably sign John. him. Hey, <laughs> I think, yeah, and I agree. And I think I'm kind of looking, the more I look at the squad now, the more I'm thinking those areas, if we do come, if we are short in those areas, then we dip into the loan market. Yeah. for them yeah. particularly I don't I don't know I just I feel like we've got so many contracted players if we um, had a reserve squad if we had a, a B team somewhere playing reserve team football I would be absolutely all for he's built he's built he's huge wasn't he he's a big fella he's mm. 19 he's left footed um, I was having a bit of a scroll through on social media he takes a mean set piece apparently and that's the sort of player where actually you think, well, that, you can take a bit of a run at that because he's going to get plenty of reserve team football. He'll play in the FA Trophy. He'll play in the other games. But I'm, I'm looking at a team and I'm thinking, I don't think we need to try and give Jordan Stevens anything to worry about because I want Jordan Stevens just to be everywhere and young and Linton dropping in there if needs be. And I mean, we, we had 245s, didn't we, of, of players. And you think Worthington, Newball, all those players, JMD, Young, etc. If Pollock is is available and is does have a future, we, we don't think so. But there's just a lot in there. I think it's just a crowded marketplace at the moment for for a young lad to come in and try and do that. Yeah, and I and I think the one place that you know we've we've kind of it seems like we've kind of got a couple in most positions now, other than fullback, other than mm. right back. Um, Will Dawes started at left back. Uh, yesterday and thought he did all right. There was a couple of situations where he was a bit too far forward and he got called out, but he was sort of right next to Ollie Haste. So he wasn't like he was with experience on that side of him. And Josh Hours was in front as well in that holding role. So it was a bit of a youthful, a bit of a more younger left side, really, in those defensive areas. Uh, but he did okay. I tell you what I, what I did like about Will Dawes was he was beating the fullback and getting crosses in the box. So while Williams was hanging back on the right, Will Dawes was really trying to get around the fullback and whip him in. The crosses weren't brilliant by any stretch, but there was that intent to beat the man. And I'll tell you what, te- don't laugh. Technically, the way he runs with the ball and the way he knocks it round players he reminds me a lot of Mckindo, just the way he plays with it. Not, I'm not saying he's Michael Mckindo, but just the way he, he moves the ball. Um, Were you going to say Tom Knowles? I was going to call you Chris Argues <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some some compliment. Wouldn't well, it? so would so is Mckindo, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but if, I think if, it's just that left footed, the, just the way yeah. he moves the ball with his left foot. It just reminds me of yeah. But if he approaches you about an investment scheme, maybe hold <laughs> off. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're saying. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, Will Dawes is kind of the enigma in amongst all this, isn't it? And I, I, I'm really interested to see what we have with Will Dawes this season. Fascinating to see him start in that left back area. Obviously, we've got Whittle as well. We've got Haste who can do that. Do you think that's our left back cohort for the season? Left back, left wing back. It feels like that's it. Whittle will probably be the number one. But if ever Whittle is suspended or injured for a short period of time, 
one of the others, whether it be Dawes or Haste, will be the sort of the natural replacement. We're not going to look to strengthen that side. It's the other side where we need a little bit of help. Yeah, I mean, based on the 90 minutes I've seen, it feels like, you know, that feels like a reasonable... I mean, you, I don't think we're we're not going to be throwing money at it that we can have no. two left-backs who are both, you know, both first-choice you know, and fighting for the shirt particularly. I don't think we want to be in that position where we're kind of where we're able to chop and change because that's, you know, I feel like we've come unstuck quite a lot with chopping and changing last season. And if we can have a nice steady, um, <laughs> steady team, that would be great. And I think, and like Whittle, similar type of player, got forward, um, was, yeah, really far down that left-hand side, allowing the right back to, sort of stay back and cover. Um, yeah. So getting back to the game, seven minutes in, free kick, one by Benjani Jr., I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jordan Stevens steps up, puts it in the uh, nicely into the into the corner. Keeper looked like he might have got his, his footing wrong or something. He didn't really go for it, did he? But um, nice to have someone in midfield who takes a free kick and doesn't put it 10 yards over or six yards wide. Miss you, Del Gorman. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. A really, a, a really nice free kick. I mean, my my wobbly zoomed in footage probably didn't do it justice. Um, Everyone but, went crazy, didn't they? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was filming and I forgot to celebrate. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the way, yeah, I think the pitch was a bit of a slope, and it kind of looks like it looks like the walls downhill, and so it's like just loops it over it. But yeah, I mean. You can only, you know, can't complain. Scoring a free kick from there and the keeper was rooted to the spot, really. It was a nice a nice finish. And Benjani won the free kick and Benjani won quite a few free kicks yeah. in that first half. He was getting a lot of attention. Um, then slightly worrying, uh, about 10, 20 minutes later, uh, Morgan Williams went off with uh, an injury. Um, we've since... Uh, been in touch with him and he insisted that it was just uh, a whack on the uh, on the ankle. Ben's giving me the two thumbs up now. Football friend! <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, but he, he, I think you said Ian, he had some, some ice on it at half time, but I suppose that's just what you would do, wouldn't it, if you were ankle yeah. swollen up a bit? Yeah, he tried, he did try to play on, but had to come off. Um, I think he, I think he went up for a header with another player and the way the player landed kind of landed on his ankle a bit right? and he, he went down straight away and you, you know, you're so close to the action. You could hear, you know, I don't know by the look the of those action. photographs, you are a long way from the action. I'm going to say <laughs> it looked think... like an awful lot of grass between you and anything. <laughs> oh, well, when they were close to the side, it, when they were close to my side, they were close. Um, yeah, he... when they got close to your side, no? Yeah, no, I didn't. I was too worried. I was going to get smacked with a ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he, <laughs> And it was nice. It was nice to have him back. I know I text you both and said oh, it's nice to see Morgan back after. He's just Mister Reliable. I just, I just love him. Like I think he's such a. <laughs> I think he's such a like important player for us. And I think he's one that people underestimate or people take for granted how it's... good he actually is. Yeah, and he's not come in as a fullback. We signed him as a centre back originally, but he's our best right back. And he was our best right back last season. And yeah. I think when we were without him last season, we realised how good he was, how much we missed him. 
with hindsight at the back end of last year, if you could have put Morgan Williams in that defence at the back end of last season, when it was all going bonkers and crazy and all the rest of it, would have made such a difference. Really, really would. Yeah. yeah. So hope he's okay. Um, in the second half, um, Will's brother turned up again and had a go at right back <laughs> as well. He did. Have we got another goal to talk about first? Got another goal to talk about first, Ben. Oh. Yeah. You've, you've jumped ahead. You've moved the timeline on. Sorry. The timeline where it is. I'm right rusty. Now, the, I'm rusty at these football chats. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has been a while. It has been a while. But yeah. But I, I was going to say uh, the the two things, or the the one thing I loved the most about the first half was Jake Hyde just blatantly robbing a goal off Malachi Linton <laughs> uh, because that 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 was going in, I think, and then he and then it, then he just toe poked it in. But I thought to myself. That is everything we wanted in our strikers last season. That just shithousery. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll come on to the um, the one with Reese Murphy where he just jumped up. That little bit of cleverness and that little bit of wanting to score a goal. I loved that. That yeah. so to see that so much. Yeah, and I don't know if it. I think the keeper was pretty near the shot, wasn't he? Yeah. I feel like he just sort of poked a toe in front of the keeper and. Yeah guided it in but yeah Jake Hyde I think I noticed how he was getting um, not agitated but he he was on at Will Doors to get the ball in the box and get crossing it in towards him Um, so he's clearly you know he knows what how he wants the ball to him and I think I liked that him and Linton were kind of a duo up there, so they had people to play off of, and you know Jordan Stevens to get involved as well, and Benjani when he was through the middle. So it was, you know, it, it's building those partnerships, and it kind of made, based on what we saw in the second half. I do, you know, I know it's really early in preseason, but I do wonder if it's sort of, you know, there'll be a pair, and there'll be a pair, and it's trying to get those. You know, we talked about Hyde and his injury history, Murphy and his injury history, and how we manage that. Maybe it's, you know, don't pair, partner them together. I, I don't know. But, yeah, he, proper striker. Like, I know he, he scored that one goal, but he's just, you know, physical and puts himself about. Yeah, the manager mentioned it after the game, didn't he, about managing minutes and all of that with some of these players. And I'm sure he's thinking of that with people like Morgan Williams, people like Josh Dalton, who have uh, yeah, been held, to pay, held together with sticky tape for a while. So... Yeah, but as we mentioned before, having that depth gives you the opportunity to do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. You can go on to Matt Buse now, Ben. Matt Buse played it right back. How was he? Did he? <laughs> he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, the second half was quite a different... It was a different game, really. I think we looked a lot more dominant, I think, because we had those attacking players who just... I think they were quite intimidating, really. Um, yeah. And our defence... So, so, so our team... Buse, Buse, Sendles, White, Wannell, Whittle, Cooper, Young, Maguire, Drew, Worthington, Nuble, Nuble, Noble, Nuble, Nuble, um, and uh, <laughs> Murphy. How many goes did that? Nuble. He's not Nuble. releasing a Christmas album. Bronk I, thought, I, I, I was, I was going to go Nuble. Bronk Nuble. How, how are you saying it then? Frank Nuble. Nuble. I'm saying, I mean, Frank. in if you yeah. can say Olivier Ulbert, I'm saying Frank Nuble. <laughs> Frank Nuble is the new Olivier Ulbert. We'll keep yeah. that one. Yeah, that's it. We'll have that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. 
carry on. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, Use so him. the um, yeah, sort of anything that kind of got lumped forward towards our defense, they pretty much handled quite comfortably. So, Waddle and um, Sender was white, but you know, they look like a decent pair. Um, yeah, because we sort of focused, we mainly focused down on the left, really, when we were coming forward. So, views kind of had a bit of a you know, quiet afternoon on that far side with everything coming down the left. Uh, but we look, you know, when you bring on like Worthington, JMD, Jordan Young in, into a midfield, and Charlie Cooper as well, I just thought we looked really good on the ball. And that third goal that Franck Nublet scores was um that wasn't the only time we looked pretty slick moving the ball around in those sort of areas. It was almost like Murphy and Nublet have kind of, you know, they've been practicing quite a lot on their summer holidays and already seems to have a decent connection. It was nice to see Reese Murphy. Nublet is sticking now, Ben, you see? <laughs> Trent yeah. But yes. And, and and again, in, in the same way as say about Jay Clyde and like what he did with his goal, the little hop over, uh, step over, jump over, whatever we call it, um, by Reese Murphy to allow Nublet to bang in that third goal. Lovely. Yeah. And I mean, I know <laughs> we've talked about this a lot, Dave. <laughs> I know it's Buckland and it's pre-season, but we didn't show any of that kind of play particularly last season during pre-season anything so good we didn't, didn't see the behind closed doors friendly no, we, we didn't but anything good came from tom knowles and it was mainly tom knowles running with the ball and doing something magical last pre-season whereas we actually had i mean it looked like they were a team um and they moved the ball around nicely and there were those little patterns which yeah it's a little team in Devon but I dare say we wouldn't have seen some of those little patterns last year but not, nice goal, Lovely goal. yeah yeah really nice finish and Whitt Whittle was involved there as well wasn't he didn't he yeah, so he, down the left? I think he played it in he got down the left hand side passed the ball in towards Reese Murphy you stepped over it and there was your man big Frank he looks a unit as well didn't he he does, but he's not like a big target man striker. Yeah. So Murphy was the furthest forward and uh, Frank was like all over the place trying to make stuff happen. So it wasn't, you know, a bit, you know how Albie Skendy used to be like awkward in that number 10 position. It wasn't so awkward as such, but he was just, you know, a big physical presence in between the lines. Pick it up, run with it, try and stop him kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Am I right in thinking that it's, when he gets going up to full speed, Nublé is actually quite difficult. He's like, a, he is the irresistible force that you, you are going to have to be an immovable object to get in his way. He's just going to barge through people. He's got a nice left foot, if I seem to remember from Colchester days. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean, I wouldn't get in his way. <laughs> <laughs> good to say you're, you're on the Nublé boat as well, but. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound here at the Glover's Cast. So let's. <laughs> he tried walk. with Sazaiba and it never, never caught off. <laughs> True. So, Go. yeah, a nice goal, 3 0. 
And then um, uh, what what kind of happened after that? Did they did they have a go? Oh, there was um, Charlie Cooper <laughs> kicking <laughs> getting booked for kicking the ball at the referee. Yeah, that was interesting. That was an interesting moment. Yeah, I don't. I I think he just booted the ball because he was annoyed, and yeah. it just so happened that it was right at the referee. Right. Um, yeah, more bad luck than, than anything else. I mean, the referee caught it quite nicely. It was a good, you know, caught it well and brought it in. Um, yeah. yeah, there you, wasn't. I mean, they, they had, hit the hit the um, post. Is that right? Hit the, hit the bar. It was like yeah. a looping hit and hope shot. But he was getting in nice spaces. Looks, you know, Mark Cooper talked about wanting to get a proper preseason in him towards the end of last season, didn't he? And yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say really. It was a a, a positive, you know, positive performance with. A team that looks like an actual team, which <laughs> I know well, that's quite a simple thing for football, but based on our last six months, yeah, not um, that simple. <laughs> yeah. What were the conversations? Nice. What were the conversations like with other fans? What, what were other people thinking in and around you? Uh, book the bus. Book, book the, the bus. Top, book the open top bus. Yep. Um, I said Ben's already done that. Yeah. No, I think that there's there's optimism. There's there's positivity i think we're in a position that we've not been for quite some time off the pitch um that has kind of built a lot of goodwill amongst supporters and you know last the first preseason game i went to last season and priestnell was there everyone oh he must not be named was there everyone was like bloody hell he's here <laughs> Whereas, He's named you know, twice more and he might appear, you know. Yeah, whereas, you know, um, Martin Hellier was there shaking hands, kissing babies, all that sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him kiss any babies, uh, but he shook my hand. Um, yeah, and it just felt... It felt good. It felt like a united... A united front on, on and off, which bodes well, I think. And just to finish off the game, Worthy uh, chipped in with the with the fourth. Nice, yeah. uh, nice little finish. I think Maguire drew put him in. Yeah, it was a good little ball over the top. Um, reminded me a bit of Charlie Wakefield against Stevenage. Um, that sort of finish. Um, but it was yeah, just Worthy was getting around in that second half in those in those spaces, like getting further forward, like he did quite well towards the end of last season um yeah feels like he's going to get a bit more freedom um this season again to be that yeah i mean based on the first and second half you know there was one holding midfielder hours in the first cooper in the second and it was almost off you go <laughs> go and do your do your work at the top end of the pitch the old classic five five formation us five will hang around back there you five get up there and sort everything else out yeah well, that yeah, and I mean, you had the full backs, both left backs were bombing on, creating that width as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was most relieved just to see a back four and not wing backs yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still don't think we have a right wing back. No, Morgan Williams is not a right wing back. I know he played there for us last season, but that was, yeah. But uh, so after the game, 
there was a statement put out by the Buckland uh, chairman talking about uh, unsavory behavior or something like that, that he, that he said. You, you didn't see any of this, but it sounds like some talky United fans are, it's pretty near talky anyway, isn't it? Newton, Newton Abbott. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was the rumor I saw. So as the players were coming off, so all the Yeovil players stayed up the end of the pitch that we were defending and did their cool down and then all the others appeared out of nowhere from this the little stand that was there and did their warm-up and everything but as the buckland players went back to their changing room they all sort of stopped by the corner so the changing rooms were in the far corner by the corner flag and they all sort of stopped and there was a bit of a commotion um yeah a bit of a commotion over there and i saw someone get given the boot but by the sounds of things, there was yeah a few talkie fans decided to come up and take the Twitter war to <laughs> the talk station Western Premier Division. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> just a bit odd. <laughs> yeah. Next well, game, I thought to myself, will be they, Yeah, I thought to myself, why aren't they? Why aren't they at their game? But their game was behind closed doors. They oh. played. They played Reading under twenty ones behind. Uh, behind closed doors so yeah can't really question their loyalty to their own team but question their brain cells perhaps although i'm sure it, <laughs> it, it uh, i i obviously don't know what happened but um uh but yeah it, it did seem a, a bit weird that you would turn up to to, to cause trouble like that but yeah whatever whatever it is whoever started it stop it will you don't be stupid yes don't be stupid and the I think one of the final things to say on the game is the kit looks lovely. Yeah. See, that That's... was unveiled last week, but yeah, in the in person, very nice kit. Some of the squad numbers though, making me feel a bit queasy. Do you want to yeah. let it out? Um, I'm not sure I do yet until I see confirmation of the squad numbers. I'm hoping they were just picking shirts up that seem to fit. But well, I think it's, by the sounds, I think Frank Nubel Nuble wants forty five to be. Uh, yeah, he's worn forty five a few times. There we go. He's got a plus um, sign. He's got a plus sign. Well, go, go full Zamorano on it. I reckon. It's a bit concerning. Um, <laughs> Did Murphy have thirty nine before? Do, oh no. <laughs> Ben's face, ladies and gentlemen. Honestly, he looks like it just had a sponge to the stomach. <laughs> thirty nine of all the others. It was like um, it was like the time Liam Liam told him he was seventeen. I know, yeah, <laughs> oh. not 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 pleasant. Did Murphy wear a different number for us before going to nine? I think he was always nine, wasn't he? Don't know. Yeah, not sure, but nine. to see Worthington wear eight, Stephen seven. I mean, weird. This is this is too much change. Okay, I'm concerned. Um, I think, but but I think. I think um, Matt Worthington is an eight. Yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty, pretty I don't, he's not a seven, is he? And, uh, okay. I think Stevens is more of a seven because he's a wide player. He's more okay. wide. Than... I mean, yeah. I have no real strong feelings about numbers, but I, I do agree with Ian that he is. Um, Reese oh, Murphy. In, 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 wore... in an attacking sense, uh, Worthy is definitely more of an eight than he is a seven. Reese Murphy was the uh, shirt number 39 at. Gillingham. He was 39 at Torquay. He was 39 at Crawley. He was 39 at York City. Oh, no, sorry, he was 36 at York City. He was 39 at Forest Green Rovers. 39 at Wimbledon. 39 at Crawley Town. 39 at Oldham Athletic. 
I'm spotting it was only a theme. The first time, oh, he had number nine when he was at Dagenham and Redbridge. But then in between Dagenham and Redbridge between 2014 and 15, he wasn't number nine until he joined Yeovil Town. Wow. There you go. There you go, Ben. Does that make you more comfortable or less comfortable? I'm, I'm still a bit uneasy. Okay. The song there is, there is precedent. Like nine, doesn't it? So, there is. 39, give him the book. Yeah, okay. I have to work that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, wins, minutes, clean sheets, open top boss, Wimborne away on Tuesday night. <laughs> Easy, yeah. isn't it? Rinse, repeat. Easy. Rinse, repeat. Yeah. More, Do more the minutes. same every single week until May. Laughing. Um, try lists, maybe not Andre, but Matt Buse, can we expect to see him again, I would say? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he fits in with the local, yeah. you know, the local Hashtag. theme of um, knows the level, exactly yeah. knows the level. Yeah. Look, Mark Cooper's local theme. Easy uh, get to lift in with Will. Exactly. Don't they live on Abbey Manor? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Weird that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Bit weird that you know that. I think that I think the Buse family lived on Abbey Man. I'm sure that was mentioned when Will Buse signed for us. Hey, if you're gonna have it people probably... going, you're gonna have yeah. all of our listeners are gonna be ro- roaming around Abbey Manor. It's a pretty big place <laughs> if memory serves me. But, uh, yeah. Um yeah, but they probably don't live at home anymore. I'd have thought they're probably uh on their own place by now, wouldn't they? I don't know. I, can <laughs> we move on? It's it's getting a bit creepy now. Well, I mean, I mean, there was a pause there. We could have just moved on, but then you, you move on. Right, <laughs> go on. What are we moving on to then? Fixtures. Fixtures. Go on. We're going to have to play every single team home and away twice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Outrageous. Are you still upset at the fixture computer because oh, we're not at home first game? Yeah. What? Well, and we're not at home last game. We've got the longest away day of the season on the last day of the season. Yeah. So you're in it. We might, however, win the title at the Bobby Lucas, though. So. You call it the Bobby Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Hemel away. Are you looking forward to it? Yes. It is the most northerly team, I think, we play, isn't it? Or uh, by longitude and latitude, Braintree is. I've, wow. had, this, I've had this fight with myself. Um, but yeah, Hemel Hempstead's probably second. And then we have two home games in a row. St Albans and Truro. Yeah, a lot of Tuesday nights, aren't there, this season? Well, I, I don't know if anyone saw, the Farnborough manager is fuming at the yeah. fixture list because mm-hmm. he's saying that all of his long away days are all Tuesdays. So they're obviously way over yonder for the benefit of the tape I'm pointing to the yonder. and They're not that far over yonder, are they? I don't know, but he was saying like all his big games are Tuesday nights, so they welcome, they have to travel to or welcome Yeovil, Maidstone, Torquay, um, all the, the, the St Albans, all the clubs that would be expected to be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season, Tuesday nights, and he was fuming about it. It doesn't, there, there are some things that don't make a lot of sense. On Boxing Day and New Year's Day, um, Weymouth and Western Supermare will drive past us and Taunton on the way <laughs> to play each one another whilst we get to play each other. It's like that doesn't quite add up. I'm Talk- sure that must be something to do with local right. police. Do you think? Uh, yeah. But like where they've put our talkie games, just a random Tuesday night in November. It's not really a derby anymore, though, is it? No, but it's 
it, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to work out it's probably going to be a massive game for the level. And actually, there's a chance that TV might want that one. Had it been on a Saturday night, BT or TNT Sports have got gaps to fill this season and they have made a promise that they'll do more north and south. And when you've got two clubs that have the facilities that Yeovil and Torquay have to host TV cameras, surely putting them in prime spots makes sense. Not just a random Tuesday in November. TNT Sports. Have I missed T- something TNT have bought BT. As, it, as in the TV? Uh, Turner Network something. It's an American company, TNT. But right. the, BT Sport will be known as TNT Sports this, this season. Right. But they haven't bought BT as in the whole telecom. No, just the sport. Just the sport. Stuff, just the sport. Your Wi-Fi is fine, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, like Western <laughs> Supermare is a Tuesday night. True I mean, is a Tuesday night. Just, as, as, I, as, an, as an exile, I'm quite pleased about that because that means they'll be televised. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be streamed, won't they? I mean, and I think we're not, you know, it's not going to be Saturday 20 past five because that's National League. So those games might be shown on some yeah. sort of TV. I suppose. Um, the New Year Christmas trio is a bit is a bit tasty, isn't it? Taunton, Taunton, Bath. Yeah, that's a bit tasty. And then to finish with Torquay, Weymouth, Worthing, Dartford, Dover. That's not an easy last five, but if you're in the position where win the league away at Weymouth, two home games to celebrate, go collect the trophy at Dover on the final day. I'd rather 20... collect it at home. Oh, against Dartford. Yeah. All right, fine. And then just sack off over and play the kids. Yeah. Okay. Done. Sorted. Yeah. It, that yeah that bank holiday is talky at home, isn't it as well? So that yeah. bank holiday is a bit. That is going to be a tasty good Friday. And a really really good Monday. <laughs> if it all goes to plan. Yeah. Imagine. So we could, if we're like neck and neck with Torquay, we could finish them off on the Friday. They then can't catch us. We then finish it off properly at Weymouth on the on the Monday. Pop the trophy down following week, please, for Worthing. Thank you very much. Oh, 4 0 against Buckland, and you're finishing it <laughs> off already. <laughs> I'm just right. a man a man can dream. Yeah. All right, Mark. Well, let's just, just, just calm down a little bit. I will be the voice of cynicism if you want me to be. <laughs> let's um, get through Wimborne Town first, Ben. Exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. We do that. Book it. Pay, pay that bus up in full. Yeah. I've still got the receipts from last year that I never use. It's fine. Yeah. But you can, yes, the, the fixtures were, were out. They were. I, I, I will go to none. You'll get to one or two for sure. I, I, I'm hoping to get to one of the preseason games. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> See how it goes. Hey, I will ben, be driving now. Ben's wife has entered the room. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be driving to Hemel Hempstead, Ben, and I can go via Leeds, just I'd, saying. Lovely. I finish work at half past four. If you can pick me up in time for a three o'clock kickoff, that'd be amazing. <laughs> right. I'm going to change my car for a flying DeLorean, and uh, I'll be there. <laughs> Roads. Oh, well. Where we're going. Can you get to 88? Yeah. Oh, yes. Don't <laughs> worry about that. Right. Questions? I think. Questions? Oh, well, I went so funny there. <laughs> Question yeah. seems like a good place to go. Have you got them on Facebook or are they just on Twitter or 
now. They are on Facebook as well. Can I do a request first? Yeah. Um, my niece, uh, not niece, my nephew, um, asked my sister for a football shirt this week and asked for a Manchester United one. Oh, I know. That's what I said. I failed as an uncle. She's failed as a mother. We've had this discussion. It's fine. Um, but I did say that I would ask on the podcast um, because these things are very expensive and they're not easy to get hold of. So um, if anyone out there has um, a Manchester United shirt, any recent era will do, um, suitable for an eight-year-old boy, please let me know. Uh, give us your details and we'll pop round and give you the eight-year-old boy. Because <laughs> um, the transaction is not going to work any other way. So um, if you do, yes, let us know. Want an eight-year-old boy. There we go. Request made. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah my, my nephews do roam around in the Oval Town mind. shirt. Yeah. See, I, I said this. I said, I'll get you your Oval shirt. Um, you know, not a problem. I've got some old ones here. It was like, no. My my mum tagged me and my brother in the, the new shirt picture on Facebook and said, do you think the boys will want these? And I said, Freddie's asked for a medium men's, please. <laughs> the growing lad, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, needs something to grow, needs to grow into it. Yeah. Yeah. Last him forever now. Okay, questions, and I think this one crops up in Twitter as well. Where is Scott Pollock? Asked Tim Hubble. Uh, he was watching the Grand Prix today, wasn't he? Is there a Grand Prix today? I'm sure he posted a picture on Instagram of him watching the telly. Okay. So, so we know he's the, somewhere near a telly. Watching the telly. Not Ben, not... have you seen him driving anywhere in Yorkshire? Uh, flew past here on his way north of Leeds. Um, his sat nav was posted to Y O ten. Okay. Yo. Yep. No, not yo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. No. A different yo. A different Y O. Okay. So he could be at York. He's probably watching the TV. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> He's not. He wasn't in Buckland. No, he wasn't in Buckland. And, and I would be, I would be yeah. staggered. I would be absolutely staggered if we see him in a Yeovil Town shirt again. Which I think is a shame because yeah. of all the players who came in, I thought there was something there. I thought we had something about him, but I'm pretty sure he was probably being paid a fair wedge, uh, yeah. much like Xander Saziba, and you know it's not sustainable. No. I. I hope I hope we're wrong and every one of us get egg on our face because I feel exactly the same as you. I think there's a really decent little footballer in there somewhere and someone that we could take advantage of at this level. Um, but I fear I fear we are spot on with our thoughts that he is not destined for us for much longer. Okay. Um, the other question that we've got on Facebook, and this may trigger your uh, squad numbers, um, Thoughts again, Ben, uh, from Phil James. Good evening. Evening. What is your preference, squad numbers or 1 to 11? I'm old enough to have watched teams wearing 1 to 11, yet in this modern world, you still hear comments that he slash she is playing as a number 10. If you prefer squad numbers, what would be your number and why? Oh, and numbers above 40 should be banned, but don't tell Frank. Correct. Absolutely correct. actually clapped you then, Phil. Can I just say, actually clapped. (laughs) When I rule the world, 39 is the highest number you can have unless you are under the age of 18. 
And is that just because you found out Reese Murphy had 39? No, no, no. It's, it's always been it's always been 39. Okay. You just don't need any more than that. And if okay. you do, it's wrong. So I agree. Any numbers over 40 are wrong. Unless you've got a good reason, I will accept appeals in writing to the office. Um, but you'd have the English to... office or the American office? Either or. Okay. Either or. Um, but yeah, I, I prefer squad numbers. I do. Um, and that's a bit weird of me. We don't have to have them this year, do we? We don't have to declare them. You can just one to eleven it every week if you had to, but that's fine. I was always number ten when I played. Um, you could pick one. Would you stay? Would you stay as a number ten? Yeah, yeah, I was always number ten. Yeah, to the point where if someone else grabbed the number ten, and I was like, "Well, I'm not playing then," so you can <laughs> stick that where the sun don't shine. Throw them a fourteen straight back in the bag. Bloody hell! Not for what me, prima donna. I, oh, completely. Completely. What I'm number not playing. Would what would your number you be here? Uh, number ten. And if I don't get number ten, I'm not playing. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, no, I don't. I I don't really care. Okay. That's Dave, what number would you be? Um, I always quite like number sevens. I was like um a, a, a winger who picks the ball up and runs with it. That's always been. Did you like Matt Worthington as number seven, or do you prefer Matt Worthington as number eight? I. Wouldn't have thought Matt Worthington was really a number seven. And I did mention before that I think he's probably more of a number eight. But equally, of last season, who would be a number seven? Charlie Wakefield? I know we never really played him as a winger, did we? But he's definitely the only wingery winger we had. Wingery winger. A wingery winger, winger, winger. <laughs> anyway, that's all the, all the questions on Facebook. So over to Twitter. Every time, have we, Twitter. Have we got any threads? Questions. Yeah, I gonna, no, oh, he, he stole it from your stole it from the tip of your tongue, then Ben, didn't he? <laughs> I was trying so hard to get the word out and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, oh. no, because I didn't put it on threads because I forgot. Sorry, <laughs> Zook. <laughs> Sorry, Zook. Yeah. Uh, okay, almost a pro pilot. Um, I feel like these are questions for me. So, uh, oh, were there I? any standout players at the Buckland game? Uh, I thought Nuble stood out. I thought JMD stood out. I thought Ben Jani was That's very good. good. I thought, yeah. That's good that JMD stood out because <laughs> he could have been accused, maybe wrongly so, of being a little bit anonymous towards the back end of last season, whether that's through being not quite fit, not quite ready or whatever. But I've seen a few people say he looked sharp and ready and a bit up for it. So I like that because I think there's a I think there's a really classy little player in there. Mm. I thought Ben Jani was good in the first half. Thought Jake Hyde was pretty good too. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, those stood out to me. Oh, what were some of the standout things about the new players? Oh. Um, let's do let's do let's do some one word descriptions. Yeah, okay. Quick fire. You listen, you players, and I'll. Dendal's white. Taller than he looks. One word. One word. Tall. Tall. (laughs) Excellent at golf. Strong. Um, He has a golf thing. Have you seen his golf thing? No. He is like he has a YouTube channel where he plays golf. Um, uh, Jake Wannell. 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 (laughs) If we draw one all. (laughs) (laughs) one all makes it one all um um, you can have that line Sheridan (laughs) 
Um, blonde. Uh, Alex Whittle. <laughs> uh, Scouser. No right, mate. Uh, Will uh, Will Bew, technically newbie. <laughs> Scouser. No right, mate. <laughs> Will Bew, technically newbie. Answer the question. <laughs> um, caught the ball. He had a quiet. He, he quiet. <laughs> Lewis Williams. Tall. When you when you have a car, do you say, "Oh, it's a blue one," <laughs> rather than anything <laughs> about the car? Jake Hyde, tall. Um, no <laughs> leader. Leader. Oh, nice. nice. Like it. A quick word for Jacob Shaw. Came on in place of um, Morgan Williams. You can have a couple of words on him if you like. Composed. Oh. Um. Quite raw. He was getting lots of instruction. He was, again, on the right side, so he was right next to Mark Cooper. So he was getting lots of instruction, and Josh Staunton was giving him lots of instructions as well. But I don't hate that, the fact that we've used a kid there. We could have oh, easily yeah, not no, done it or had another trialist. I, I, I do quite like that. So I Same, for Benj- Same for Benjani as well, really. Like, you know, I know he played the last game in, during the last game last season, didn't he? He got mm. a few minutes. Uh, but, yeah. he And he... You know, he was up against tough, manly men and got kicked around sure. a lot. And, you know, we'll grow from it. Uh, finally, Reese Murphy. Oh, it's so nice to have Reese Murphy back. He's home. He's home. He is. Um, he did have a he did, he did have a funny exchange with um, uh, Spalders, who I was stood with and sort of said, oh, it's nice to have you back, Reese. And he said, oh, I'm just happy to. Just happy to kick the ball straight at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. And given last season, yeah. <laughs> given last season, that's kind of all we're asking of you, mate. Yeah. To be fair. I think pre-season, um, yeah, I think pre-season's hard, as you expect, for them. I mean, they would did, so after, after the first half, they did a bleak test. So while the first team were warming up, they were going up and then coming back and doing their, like, cool down. And like Jordan Stevens and Malachi Linton were absolutely like breathing out fumes by the, by the end of it. It was like, yeah, you could tell they just all of them really were just like, oh, let us get off. I I got I just got a hunch we're going to see a lot out of Malachi Linton and Jordan Stevens this year. I just got just something, just feel it in my bones. Think we're going to get a good year out of them. I'm really excited to see Jordan Stevens. Okay. Have we gone um, through all the players' names now? Yes, so. we have. Uh, how do you think our attack is going to look like over the next season? You guys can help with this one. Goalsy. Goalsy than last <laughs> season. You More goalsy. Yeah, you think with all of those, um, like you said, about the players on in the second half, Maguire, Drew, Young, even though you wouldn't, Jordan Young, possibly the exception, call them out-and-out strikers. There's lots of people in that you could see getting goals, couldn't you? From midfield and obviously the, the, the front players as well. But then I'd love to see likes of, I think one all scored a few for um, uh, Taunton. Uh, be good to see just Taunton chip in with a few. So I noticed on the highlights, uh, Morgan Williams had a, a decent effort at the start of the first half as well. So, yeah, hopefully the goals come from more than one position. I think we're going to see quite a fluid attacking lineup. 
I don't think it's going to... I think it's something that we tried to do at the back end of last season, where it wasn't very rigid, where almost, you know, the little graphics where we put the lineup out, where actually the front five aren't going to be given roles. They're just going to yeah. be told, look, you are the five who need to make things happen. Take responsibility yourself. The, the other five will deal with things defensively and be rigid and be in place and be a right back and left back and centre backs and, and a holder. And the rest are going to be given just a bit of a license to figure it out amongst yourselves. Take your responsibility on. And if Nublay's coming in off the left for five, ten minutes, someone else comes in off the right and Jake Hyde is a target man to do whatever it is that's going on there. And I think that's something that we wanted to do last season, but for all of the bonkers reasons, we didn't have the personnel, we didn't have the want the drive to be able to do that well they all got injured didn't they Stevens got injured exactly Drew got injured Jordan Young got injured and it was just when it sort of felt like it was gonna start working yeah and we'll talk about freedom a lot yeah (laughs) yeah you've already said there that Matt Worthington is gonna have the freedom to roam well I think that will also apply to Young to JMD to to whoever I think our attack is not going to be very rigid of two in front two here two there you're wide you're this everyone will do a bit of everything yeah uh were the trialists any good uh I, they were okay um this wasn't like pablo bastianini rocking up and being like let's sign him um, <laughs> and the best haircut on the pitch I didn't pay much attention. Describe Jake Warner was blonde, so he's the only one whose um, hair you've commented on. So, <laughs> you say uh, yeah, Josh Staunton had the best haircut. On the <laughs> um, we've done a we've done a Scott Pollock question. Callum Hallett, uh, evening, evening, evening. Uh, a question for mainly Ian, as he okay. was at the game yesterday. After seeing all the players that played yesterday, what? Would your starting 11 be for Hemel Hempstead away if all players were fit? Hughes, Williams, Staunton, Wannell, Whittle, Cooper, Worthington, Stevens, JMD, Nublay, Murph. That would be my starting 11. Um, okay, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen, uh, just Stephen Waldron asks, uh, every albeit unofficial predicted top three for this season has Torquay as champions. <laughs> this makes me irrationally angry. Should I seek counseling? Um, only if your counselor happens to be Reese Murphy. Think it's always good to not be favourites. There's no yeah. pressure on you if you're not getting listed at the top. There's nothing I mean, like there's not no good pressure. On... There's less pressure. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, I well, I don't know what to make of these unofficial ones really because they can't know every in and out of all the teams. And no. you know, I don't. And, know, and whoever they how... support always is ridiculously high as well, isn't there? There's um. Yeah, I've, I mean, I don't really know a great deal about this level, but I've noticed a few Chelmsford City fans putting themselves as second and third, and people who do know this level, other supporters who know this level, saying, <laughs> laughing at that that position. I mean, I know nothing about Chelmsford City to know whether that is laughable or not, but um, yeah, there's always a, a good a good helping helping of bias in there, isn't there? 
looking forward to our 1 to 21, 24. Yeah. Didn't you have us playoffs last year, Ben? I, it's all, what's in the past is in the past. <laughs> Why are we dwelling on the past? Sorry. Okay. I don't uh, think any of us ever had us getting relegated, did we? But... <laughs> no. no. Uh, evening all. Evening. I know how much you all love to discuss squad numbers. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 Bearing teeth. Emoji. Did you take any interesting points from the players, uh, from the numbers the players were wearing yesterday? 39 and 45, possibility to never be worn again. Well, it does appear that 39 and 45 were historical numbers for those two. So I think we can safely say they're going to be taking them on. Um, ben Jain didn't have a squad number. Took that. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, a little bit upset by Lewis Williams's sub-goalie number. 28. 28, that's that's unnecessary. But a, a, a lot of squad number things have upset me. But there we go. <laughs> All right, Ben. Well, there are worse things in the world than <laughs> squad numbers. <laughs> yes. I'm glad no one, I'm glad, I'm right thinking nobody wore the four. I do not recall. Uh, How are you with Josh Staunton in 32? I believe that's a personal one that he chooses for, him, for himself. Uh, okay. He's got a personal reason. He <laughs> would have applied to the office and it would have been sanctioned. <laughs> Love you, Josh. Exactly. Whatever Josh <laughs> says goes. Josh can wear 99 for like a fine. Oh, Jesus, that is a that is a claim, isn't it? Uh question from Clevo. Clevo. Uh I'm just looking to see if there's any sort of anger in there. Doesn't seem to be. Or if he answers like it himself. Yeah. Uh so many positives from yesterday, albeit must not get carried away given opposition. Why? Speaking to him, Dave. Why? Why can't we get carried away? I, I, I'm, yeah, I haven't. Get carried away. It's allowed. You're allowed to get carried away. It only makes it hurt more when it fails. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why are you doing this to yourself? How many assists will JMD get this season? Four hundred and seven. Four hundred and seven. There we go. He looked sharp and fitter from the forty-five minutes he played. To start season with back four or wing backs. Discuss. Four, please. Four, three, three. Four, three. No, four, four, <clears throat> four one, one, three, two, four, one, five. Uh, I think that is all. The, oh, no, there's another one. Do we tell JMD not to play like that for the rest of preseason as you will draw attention from other clubs? Yeah, please don't be too good. Save that for yourself. Um, were you going off hashtag or were you going off just mentions? Uh, I am in the mentions. Because there was uh, one from Debs as well. Oh, yes. Not, not a question, but a shout out to Staunt, Will and Morgan for taking time out of their day to come along to our fundraising event at a local school on Friday. Spoke to young fans, had countless photos taken, engaging with the community. Raised 4,835 quid and 66 pence. Record-breaking amount for a summer fate, apparently. Nice. Well, and Debs. Well, Debs, Ledge. That. That summer fate or any summer fate, <laughs> any summer fate ever. Wow, I mean, I'm impressed mostly by her knowledge of summer fate fundraising. To be fair, uh, I will also say, um, in the interest of journalism, Morgan Williams, no ankle issues, there's no strapping, there's no ice attached, he's not in a boot. We're good on the ankle. How do you know? Have you just discovered this right now? Well, because I'm looking at the picture with Debs and them all there. That was before the game, that was surely. Friday. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, 
De- <laughs> Morgan Willis does not have a pre-existing ankle condition. That's what we got from that. Okay. In the interest of journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful journalism. <laughs> exactly. Good job it's not your profession, eh? Yeah, yeah, true. It's fine. I, I journalism cricket. That's fine. <laughs> and tennis. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, occasionally tennis. More often than not, greyhounds. You were right with your Novak Djokovic one. I'm going to be coming to you for some more tennis tips. Was he I? Was straight sets? Did he? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, I know. Please tune in for more. He doesn't even know who Novak Djokovic is. <laughs> Honestly, if you knew the amount of efforts it took for me to say Igor Sviantek when I was doing one of the women's tennis matches. So many takes. My my blooper reel on my phone trying to record these previews is hilarious. Wow. There we yeah. go. Are we sorted? Are we done? That's all the questions. Okay, on, on, on that bombshell. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Journalistic <laughs> I dig- bombshell. I, I digressed at the end. Um, isn't it nice? Isn't this nice? <laughs> is that a cheesy <laughs> game? <laughs> isn't this nice? This is nice. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not we're not moaning about anything. Not one right. thing. It'll come, Ben. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Don't, it'll be coming. We're happy to be there. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But right now, <laughs> I've got a smile on my face and I don't hate football. Yes. Woo! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. 